Welcome to The Top, the podcast that provides you with what you need to succeed in the real estate world. Brought to you by the Collin County Association of Realtors. Here comes the man who has toured Joint Chiefs of Staff, launched nuclear missiles, and reported to Ross Perot, CCAR's 2020 President David Long, and communications extraordinaire, Jonna Fernandez, CCAR Chief Operating Officer. Hi, David. Hey, Jonna. Welcome to The Top. I'm happy to be here. Me too. I hear this episode is going to cover a hot topic. It sure is. Today we'll be discussing homeowners associations, or HOAs as they're more commonly known. So as you know, David, this is a topic of much debate. And so we've invited two guests to speak with us today because we want to ensure that we get more than one perspective. So first we're going to talk to Texas State Representative Jeff Leach. And then Jeff will be followed by Mike Mansfield. Mike is a successful DFW real estate agent who currently serves on CCAR's board of directors. Didn't Jeff help pass a house bill that uh, reined in HOAs? Yes, he did. You're thinking of House Bill 2489. That's the one. I can't wait to hear more. Hi, Jeff. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Great to be with you. Yeah. So, Jeff, in uh, 2015, you helped pass House Bill 2489. Can you tell us a bit about uh, what was in that bill and why it was important? Yeah, well, it's uh, thanks, David, and it's, it's great to be with you all today. I so value my relationship with, with the realtors, and we've accomplished a lot over the years. Together, House Bill 2489 in uh, 2015 was, was something I was really proud to work along with you uh, to pass. And it's really important legislation relating to homeowner associations, property owners associations. At that time, David, under current law, there were there were no regulations relating to an HOA's ability to basically interfere with the leasing or renting of a homeowner's uh, private property. And the purpose of House Bill 2489, it limited the ability of an HOA to interfere, to enforce certain provisions in a leasing or rental of a uh, property owner's real property. It essentially, in sum, prohibits an HOA from enforcing any provision that like requires a tenant to um, or a rental application to be re- uh, reviewed or approved by the HOA. Um, it prohibits them from requiring a property owner to provide certain documents to the HOA, like a consumer credit report. And it also, importantly, prohibits the property owner association from requiring a copy of the actual lease agreement um, and with uh, personal sensitive information. So things like that, our ongoing efforts to crack down on, on out-of-control HOAs continue, and House Bill 2489 was just another bill to aid in that effort. So, Jeff, could you provide us with a few examples of HOA overreach? Well, we, we, you know, we see it all the time in, in neighborhoods all across all across the state. And like I said, we, we really have tried to crack down on, on it, and we've done a good job of passing some bills that, for instance, will allow property owners, real property owners, to practice their private property rights. So putting political signage up, putting holiday lights up, putting swings in their front yards – you know, doing certain things to their home um, that that are not considered nor ever would be considered a nuisance of any sort. Uh, so we've passed these bills providing a framework and some rules and restrictions. What we've seen, unfortunately, is HOAs, many across the state, just kind of ignore the law and thumb their nose at these rules. And, and that's why it's so important for us session after session to come back and crack down on them and rein them in. Yeah. So uh, from what you're saying, The Texas legislature probably has more work to do in the area of HOAs. There's no doubt we do, David. And and look, this is all about private property rights, which is a fundamental tenet of, I mean, not only our our constitutional framework. I mean, we have 
uh, the right to own um, property in this country. It's a central tenet of the American dream. And I know it's it's very important to the, the realtors uh, that we protect private property rights. And, and, and HOAs, look, many HOAs, are, are they fulfill their purpose. They do well. Uh, they, they keep their communities safe and their standards high uh, for their neighborhoods. But there's also HOAs, like I've said, that are totally out of control, infringing roughshod, running roughshod, trampling on the private property rights of, of homeowners. And, uh, and so every session, when we meet every two years, we've got to assess that, review it, and, and come back and crack down on it. So very good. So before we let you go, is there anything else you'd like our listeners to know? Well, I, I think one of the ways that we, I'll say actually the most important way that we can make sure we're doing our job effectively when it comes to a number of issues, specifically HOAs, is for people to communicate with their legislators, their elected officials, to reach out to us, to call us. The only way that we can understand and know when rights are being infringed or when things are happening that might need a legislative remedy or a legislative fix is for people to call us and tell us and share their stories. Um, The vast majority of bills that I've authored and passed, including House Bill 2489, those ideas don't come from my own head. Those ideas are brought to me uh, from the real concerns and real experiences and real stories of people that I'm elected to serve. And I imagine that all the other legislators across the state are the same way. So communicate with us, reach out to us and tell us how we can serve you and, and what problems we can lock arms with you to fix across the state. Yeah, That's one of the things that the Realtors Associations do uh, very well. We spend a lot of time and you know, as you're aware, uh, both here at our association and, to, and at the state level, we get feedback from the citizens and we bring that up, forward it on to the legislature. And you do a great job at that. Keep, keep on doing what you're doing. And even in this time of, of COVID during the pandemic, when, when we may have been uh, physically distanced, the, the reality is we don't have to socially distance. We can still connect. We can utilize technology. Uh, we, can, we can meet in person in a safe way. And, and so our, we're here in the middle of legislative session. Our Capitol office is open and we're, we're open in a very safe way. We, we've got work to do, and we look forward to working along with the people, including the realtors, to, to make sure we have a successful legislative session. Well, very good. Well, thank you for your time this morning, Jeff. We really appreciate it. Thank you all, and God bless you and, and all your realtors, and call me if you ever need anything. Yeah, take care, Jeff, and uh, wish you a very su- successful uh, legislative session. Hi, Mike. Thanks for joining us today. Well, thank you. And Mike, what is your experience with HOAs? I think you have a little bit. Hey, David, how are you? Uh, yeah, I do have a little bit of a background with HOAs. In my earlier life, uh, I was actually the treasurer and then went on to be the president of uh, a homeowners association. We had about maybe about 100, 120 uh, homeowners in that particular association. So I'm, I'm somewhat familiar with them. So, Mike, from your experience, do you think that HOAs are beneficial or are they on the more harmful side? What, are, what is your take on it? Well, my take is is that uh, the HOAs, for the most part, are, are very beneficial. And the reason why I say that is that you, you can, as a realtor, you can drive around different neighborhoods and you can pretty much tell whether or not it's controlled by a homeowners association or it's not. And another way to look at that is that I think they do a very good job of maintaining the property value uh, for the owner, for the homeowner. And, and of course, uh, when you buy a home, that's your largest asset that you have and you certainly want to protect that, uh, that asset. 
So, uh, in essence, I think homeowners associations are good. So, uh, but have you heard complaints that HOAs improperly restrict rights of the property owners? Uh, yes, yes, yes. That's that's kind of the downside to it. Uh, you, what you what you don't want to have is you you don't want to have uh, a chance to meet Cynthia. And if you don't know what I mean by that, uh, there's a really cute Geico ad uh, on TV that the star is Cynthia, and she's on the homeowners association. And she goes around and she makes sure everyone is complying with what the HOA rules are. And in the ad, I mean, she's telling them that the hedges in their yard are unauthorized. Uh, she's going through the garbage and telling them that the uh, they they need to be folding their cardboard boxes. And then she pulls out a chainsaw and cuts down the uh, mailbox uh, because it's two <laughs> inches over regulation. So you, you don't you, you, that's the downside. You don't want to have a, a Cynthia moment with your HOA. Yeah, well, what about uh, specifically with regards to uh, rentals and leasing agreements? Well, uh, that's something that's really come up uh, that we've seen here in the last couple of years, and it has to do with people renting out their houses to uh, Airbnb or VRBO. Uh, and, and we've seen a couple of situations. Uh, I've experienced this personally in my own homeowners association where the, the, they've changed, they've gone in and they've uh, tried to change the bylaws to prohibit and ban homeowners from being able to rent their homes out. And, of course, that goes against what owning your home is all about. You know, there's a bundle of rights when you buy a home. You've got the right of possession. You've got the right to dispose. You've got the right to use. You have the right to encumber and the, you have the right of quiet enjoyment, and there's a real big rub there. And then the other thing that we've seen in the last couple of years is the uh, there's a fairly large homeowner association, got so somewhere around 2,000 homeowners, and they they have been trying to change their bylaws to prohibit and ban uh, renting uh, your house. There's like a two-year moratorium on it, so... There's a real rub there with homeowners. Do you think new homeowners, new homeowners associations, and new developments will be attuned to that and set their bylaws even as they begin? Yes, I, I think probably so. The other thing that probably we need to talk about is you have a homeowners association, but behind the homeowners association, you have a management company that typically manages the development on behalf of the board and everything. And a lot of, it seems like a lot of these recent bylaw changes and rules and regulations are coming from these larger uh, associations, management company associations. And just let me loop back to the homeowners association. If you took a look at the 20-page document that they were proposing to the homeowners, I mean, it had some very serious verbiage in there and very serious rules and regulations on what you can and can't do if you wanted to lease your property out. And and there were some very serious fines there, $2,500 a month, $500 a day. You had to really jump through hoops to be able to, you were having to submit 
to uh, the homeowners association who the who the party is that's trying to lease the house and all the background information on them and everything. I mean, it was really a, a really pretty bad deal right there. And as I said, I think in their particular case, if you came in and you bought your property, you couldn't lease it out. If you were a brand new owner in the subdivision, you were restricted from being able to lease your house for a two-year time period. And of course, that goes against the right of uh, how you want to use your property. Sure. Well, very good. Well, Mike, before we let you go, is there anything else you'd like our listeners to know? Well, as it relates to this subject, I would say that if you're a buyer's agent and you've got a client that's looking to, to buy a house with the intent of being able to use it as a rental property, you need to really be aware of what's going on with these homeowner associations and make sure that in the, in the covenants, conditions, and restrictions, and in the bylaws, there are, uh, these restrictions are not there. So you just need, really need to be careful about all that. Yeah, right. I know, I know when I have a buyer, I try to insist that they, you know, you get the covenants and restriction documents and all that, and sometimes they're incredibly thick. There's a lot of pages. Yeah, well, that, that's exactly right. They are. But, I mean, if you're a, seller, a selling agent, you really need to make sure that your seller orders those documents and uh, gets all the paperwork done real quickly on the front end. And you, as a seller's agent, you want to make sure that that the buyer get, receives those documents sooner rather than later. Because if you don't do that, you know, there's a time clock associated with that. And if you don't do it, then, you know, you're jeopardizing the opportunity to close the deal. And if you're a buyer's agent, you need to make sure that your buyer understands what a homeowner's association is all about and find out whether or not they really are willing to put up with the good and the bad, the potential bad of a homeowner's association. Well, Mike, thanks so much for being with us today. We really appreciate it. Well, you're more than welcome, and uh, thank you very much. Thank you, Mike. I really appreciate you taking time to speak with us today. It is not as simple as being for or against HOAs. No, it's definitely not. And for those of you listening, thanks for hanging out with us. Don't forget to subscribe to Welcome to the Top wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a review to let us know how we're doing. And remember, if you have a question or topic, we want to hear it so we can discuss it on the podcast. Email us at ask at welcometothetop.com and listen to hear us cover it. Yes, we can't wait to hear from you. Thanks for listening. And until next time, don't forget to call before showing. Special thanks to our hosts, Jonna Fernandez and David Long. Our audio engineer, Garrett Holton. Outreach and guest relations manager, Kendall Crawford. Podcast administrator, Sean Offsall. And producer, Bree Westbury. Tune in next time and don't forget to enjoy your journey to the top. The statements by speakers in this podcast do not necessarily represent the views or position of the Collin County Association of Realtors, its leadership, or its members. This podcast is not intended to give legal, financial, medical, or other advice, but simply to provide information as a springboard to further discussion and investigation.